Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Talk About Dating with Kaylee Gray. I am your host, Kaylee, and you know, dating has changed a lot over the years. And my goal for this podcast is for you to be prepared and encouraged in this season of life. You might be in this season longer than you would have hoped for, but my goal is that you would not waste this time, but live it to the fullest. Here, you're going to hear from me and some amazing guests talk about our experiences being single and in the dating scene. And I would love to stay connected with you, so please subscribe to this podcast and connect with me on my other social media platforms. I hope today's episode encourages and inspires you. Check it out. excited to have my friend Angie Hawkins Hi. here with me and what's so awesome is she just started a YouTube channel not too long ago I did. so um, be sure I'm gonna have all of our social media below um, you probably saw by today's title um, red flags and I mean it doesn't really need like a big explanation not at all but well we talk about green flags and then now we're talking about the reds. So yeah, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, and I've been wanting to do a red flags vlog for a long time. And yeah. so Angie, I'm really excited to have you Cheers. on to, to talk about this because um, a red flag in a relationship, it's usually like something, it's like a warning. Whenever you see a red flag, that's like a warning. It means yeah. something needs to be addressed. Exactly. All right. So at least that's what we hope you come to the conclusion of. Yes. Sometimes you're like, what's happening? Why do things go south? Yeah. And how do I get it back to where things were happy and exciting and the fashion was there? How do we get it back to where it was good? Yeah. So we're going to kind of deep dive. Yeah, let's do so it. Let's just, let's just start now. Okay. So we just wanted to talk a little bit about red flags, but um, bring out kind of what those look like. Cause I don't know about you, but when you're dating someone, you don't want to look for that. I mean, you're looking for, you want your happily ever after, you've seen every romance movie under the sun, maybe The Notebook, and you don't want a bad yeah. scenario. Yeah. So if you see one, I mean, at least this is the way I think, I want to block it out of my mind. I'm like, no, no, things are good. I don't want anything negative. I want it to be positive. He's, he looks exciting. He's good looking. And you look at all the pros, you don't really want to look at the cons. So if a red flag does come, it's kind of like, it's discouraging. You're like, well, man, I'm never gonna find somebody. <laughs> Especially when you are dating older in life and you know, yes. you don't see somebody, you know, there isn't somebody that's maybe piqued your interest for a while and oh, then and then you're like, yes, and then there's that red flag and you're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's try to fix that really quick. And a lot of times too, I think what we do is we try to not completely overlook that red flag, but we kind of like passively are like, okay, well, maybe that wasn't like a red flag. Like, right. you know, maybe he's not always like that or she's mm -hmm. always like that. If you're a guy watching and about the girl. Right, well, it's easy to make excuses for people. I mean, especially when, say, start off amazing. You don't want it to start going downhill. So a lot of times we think of a red flag as something at a scale 10. And I like to call that as someone who's maybe extremely physically abusive, someone who is maybe been in jail, maybe someone who was in prison or someone who is cheating on you. And you look at those things as a red flag, but you're not dialing it back to maybe a level two or three where are they controlling? Are they manipulative? Are they in this victim mentality where life and people owe them everything, but you, they're never the one responsible for their actions. You're the problem, not them. 
So I kind of started to dial it back and look at those characteristics. Um, for me personally, I came out of a divorced home, so I had my eyes open. I kind of had the fantasy glasses were like removed and I knew in my heart that I didn't want to, that happened to happen to me. And I think part of it put some kind of fear in me where I didn't want to go through a divorce. I didn't want to give everything I could and then it fail. And so I started educating myself on what I wanted to look for. And then seeing that viewpoint in front of me also showed me what I didn't want and what I wouldn't allow people to treat me a certain way. So we kind of talked about like some red flags and I know you've seen yes. some, but I wanted to kind of yeah, what are some like top, top red, red, flags. red flags that yeah. you they usually see in somebody? Honestly, I okay, I know you may not like this one, but this one is definitely one of the top. There's two of them, but a victim mentality. And the reason I say that is because if you're in a relationship and you guys are arguing, maybe you have a disagreement, and they are never wrong. They will never say they're sorry. They can't own up to their mistakes. You're always the one at fault. And I remember seeing so many of those situations. My parents were married and it was just chaotic. There was just always this stress level that was there and nobody took ownership. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's not healthy. After seeing that growing up, I decided, you know what? I can't live with someone like that. And when I started dating different guys, I started seeing that pattern in a lot of different guys. Mm -hmm. And at first it wasn't a big deal, but then when I kept seeing where it can go into, like when you see the first signs in your mind, you're thinking, well, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah. They just didn't own up to that one mistake. Everybody has their off day. Yeah. Well, if every day is an off day, <laughs> then every day they have it, they can't own up. Anytime you guys are in disagreement, you find yourself saying you're sorry all the time. Yeah and you're always the one that's in the wrong, Yeah, that's kind of where I dial it back to, it's not a relationship, it's domination. Like yeah. now there's control there. And that's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah. We can just keep going. Yeah. But for me, victim mentality and control, because you're not free. No. You're not in a relationship where it's give and take. You're in a relationship where you're catering to the other person yeah. all the time. Yeah. You're always going where they want to eat. You're always doing what they want right. to do. You might, I think too, sometimes controlling, they don't let you um, hang out with your friends or be right. out with other people. They just want you for themselves. Exactly. I see that a lot. And not only in that situation, but also when maybe they have their schedule and they something you want to go hang out, something you want to do. Maybe he likes Italian, you like Mexican, and he has to have things his way or the highway. And I just kind of look at that. Are they deferring? Are they serving? What are they bringing to the table? Or are they always trying to get something from you all the time? Yeah. And not that you don't give out, but if you find yourself giving out to the relationship 80% and you're getting very little back reciprocated, that's when it's time to kind of reevaluate the relationship a little bit. Is it a relationship or are you nurturing them and you're giving everything and they're just taking it? Yeah. No, that's so good. I love yeah. it. Well, I mean, I don't love that. <laughs> I love it. But I love like the analogies and everything. I think that's so good. Yeah. All right. Do you have any more? I do. Okay. Um, we've talked about red flags, but I want to go into something a little bit behind the scenes. More important than just talking about what they are, when we see them, why are we ignoring them? Because that's just as important as seeing it. If you see a problem, but you don't feel the need to change, you don't feel the need to come to the situation, do things differently, yeah. it doesn't matter how many red flags you see. It doesn't matter how many pep talks you hear of get out of this relationship. If you see this problem or this anger issue, if you don't see 
why you need to get out or you don't see why do I keep overriding that? Why do I keep going past those red flags and I just try to fix it anyway? And I remember a statement I heard growing up where you date based on your emotional level of health. If you were in a toxic, you know, home growing situation where you were verbally abused, maybe you were demeaned, maybe you were forced to just suck it up and your feelings, your emotions didn't matter. And so if you grew up in an unhealthy environment like that, yeah. when you start dating, you don't know different. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? You're going to end up getting into a relationship more than likely that is the same situation. Yeah. Demeaning someone else is taking charge. Maybe you become more passive because your self-esteem has just been run to the floor. Yeah. And now you're looking for someone to be that symbol of strength and someone who will kind of take ownership and next thing you know, it goes from strength and ownership to someone who's controlling. Domination. And it happens really quickly. Yeah. And so why do we why do we ignore those flags? I mean, I don't know, why would you ignore one? I mean, <laughs> I think a lot of times for me is like, I always try to see the best of people. Right. You know, and I always like try to give them the benefit of the doubt. And so um, I always like try to give them that second chance. Um, and a lot of times I might see a flag that I'm like, oh, is that a red flag or is it a yellow flag? And I almost like try to justify it in <laughs> my mind. That. You know yeah. what I mean? But there's been so many times, um, which is really important, is I have like my core girls that I talk mm -hmm. to, and they're in yes. different, they're different ages, they're different seasons, and I will talk to them about you know things, especially like if I'm kind of like, oh, like he said this, like I don't know how I feel about this. Um, am I just, am I being too judgy? You know, right. stuff like that. Like, am I judging them? Because a lot of times I'm like, well, maybe I'm judging them. Maybe like, really the red flag is me and not them, yeah. you know? Because I think a lot of times when we think of red flags, we push it off on the other person, right. but are we are we doing a self-evaluation? Like, are we a red flag? Is there anything we're doing that could be a red flag? And so, I mean, that could be a whole different vlog, <laughs> like preparing yourself to not be I a red flag. It. But um, I think I just like, definitely like, dating older like I try to give them the benefit of the doubt but what has been so um, great for me is yeah. I have friends that will call me out and they'll be like Kaylee that's, that's kind of a red flag like right. I don't think he should have said that or done that in that situation um, you know he might have been acting out of anger you know talking right. and stuff like that but that shouldn't have been said yeah. and stuff because there, there was a situation where I felt like it was his way or the highway you know right. stuff like that and then we had a conversation afterwards and he said it wasn't but I started to see repetitive stuff happen right. and was like this isn't right and it probably we probably talked a little bit too long and dated a little bit longer yeah. than I should have but it was long distance also so I wasn't like seeing him yeah. on the daily and stuff like that and so they were just conversations that we hadn't brought up um, and so that's why, I mean, I was bold enough to say like, Hey, this is how I felt about this situation that you did right. and stuff. And so, and we had a nice conversation about it. Um, but in the end it just, it was right. right. Well, and I love that you brought up the consistency of it where we're not talking about every little wrong movement, movement or every wrong thing they said is a red flag. We're not going crazy yeah. with it, but everybody has an off day. I have one, you know, she's got one. Everyone does. Yeah. What we're looking at is the pattern. Is this a very consistent thing where every time you suggest, hey, let's go here, or something different than what they envision, yeah. they're getting upset. 
or they're getting their feelings hurt. Or maybe when you guys do have a conflict and you're trying to address it, they don't want to talk. They don't ever want to resolve the conflict. They just want to, you know what, we're not talking. They just shut things off and give you the cold treatment or the silent treatment. I'm looking at things like that, that are unhealthy beha uh, behaviors that are consistent. Every time we approach this situation, the reaction is the same, yeah. negative. And that's kind of what I'm looking at. But one reason I thought of for me was why I've ignored red flags was, I mean, I am older, I'm in my thirties. <laughs> and I just kind of felt like all the good ones were taken. Mm -hmm. And I kind of felt like the ones that were worth my time were gone. Yeah. And in this new season, it was kind of like this voice in my head saying, if you keep saying no to everyone, you're gonna have no one. And I had friends that would even say, you're gonna be single till the day you die. I've had that said so many times. And those words were like in my mind. But we don't just constantly. And I was like, I don't receive that. I'm not taking that. But how many times have you felt that way where maybe you are older and you've, maybe you had a good relationship, it didn't work out, whatever the reasons are. And so now you're going, I just want someone. I'm tired of waiting. And I think it was a combination for me of thinking maybe you can't get better and then pressure of being under the time limit of I envision myself to be married by this point. I'm well past that. We need to make something work out. Yeah, so you almost settle. You do settle. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, well, you always settle when you get tired of waiting. Yeah. It's been a long time and it looks like the best thing that you could have had is gone, so you better take the next best thing. It is settling. No, because there's not a perfect yeah. person out there, but there's, there's a person perfect for, for you. you. Mm -hmm. And that person is not gonna be a red flag. They're not gonna be that person that is controlling and dominating and, you know, belittling you. Exactly. You know, that person's gonna encourage you. They're gonna speak life to you. They're right. gonna like run on the journey that you're on with them. And yeah. so I love that you mentioned that running on the journey that you are with them. And for me, I look at it's a different red flag, but what's their path and what's mine? And are we called to run together? Is Does their path complement mine? It doesn't have to be the same, but do they join together well? Yeah. Can they? Can you run together with that person and do life together? Mm -hmm. If he's got one dream that is completely different than yours and you guys would never see each other, and it's just completely different points of interest. So he could be an absolutely amazing guy. But check, God. And, but check everything else, but then you guys are just going in two different directions in life. Yeah. And I look at that, what is he called to? What am I called to? And do our calls come together or do they complement each other? Yeah, that's so good. And so that's kind of another red flag, I guess you could say, is yeah. if you guys were completely on a different page. And I had a guy that I was interested in that he wanted to do business, which was great, but then he wanted to do some things uh, just, you know, with the fitness world, which was awesome. But then for me, my life was going a completely different direction. I love public speaking. I love encouraging women about their worth and value. And I could tell our lives were just going in two different directions. And so I knew I had a choice to make. Either if we would have gotten together, he would have had to settle on his dreams or I would have to settle on mine. Yeah. And I had to do like a self inventorizing what is love really like? Mm -hmm. Love will put the other person first. And if I really love him, I have to let him go because I don't want him to sacrifice his dreams. Yeah. And if he truly loved me, he doesn't want me to sacrifice mine. Yeah. No. And no. we want to both be going the same direction. So it's kind of doing a deeper inventory, especially no. depending on what, what's on your life. 
No, this has been so good, Angie. Do you have yeah. anything that you want to just share that about red flags or anything before we leave? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just want to encourage you to, if you've been through a lot of relationships, maybe someone's hurt you, maybe you've been verbally abused, it could be physically, um, maybe you feel like no one's in your corner believing that you can have something that your heart desires. When you live in such a negative world, it's so easy to think that this dream of having a good husband, a good man doesn't exist. He's not out there because it looks like the world's going crazy and so is everyone else. And I just remember God really breathing life into my dreams and into my desire to be married, into my desire to have a good godly man that would treat me with love and respect and honor and going in the same direction. And I remember where I was at a point where I just went through some depression, to be honest. Um, I've been single for 10 years. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> okay, we're not gonna get the exact number. I'd rather not go there. Yeah. But I remember where I had a point where I just, I lost it. I was just crying. I was like, God, I'm so tired of saying no. I'm so tired of saying no. And I remember him just come, it was like peace just came all over me. And he was saying, I know you are, but it's far more lonely to be with someone where you're miserable than to be single. Yeah. He said, but I promise you that if you trust me with your heart, I will honor you and bring you someone that deserves you and that will honor you in return. And God made me that promise when I was 17, that if I would trust him with the door of my heart and let him in, in that area, that he would bring me someone I'd be honored to be with. And that is a promise that I know he's fulfilling and working that in my life to bring that for me because that's such a big decision. I don't want to trust my own wisdom mm -hmm. of trying to find that perfect person for me in my own wisdom and understanding. I want to give that to God and get his help because he sees things that I don't. And through like every bad relationship or potential dating ones that I was through, he always warned me and he was always right. Mm -hmm. So I would say to you that maybe you don't trust God in that area. It is scary because you're giving the reins of control in that area to someone that you don't see. Mm -hmm. But I like to look at it as, well, things haven't been going great up till now. <laughs> Try something new. Yeah. Give God a chance in that area to prove to you that he loves you. He wants to bring someone amazing and he wants to raise your standard of what you think you deserve. So give him that opportunity. Love that. Mm. Well, thank you for yeah. just like being on my channel and just also being like so open and honest and just sharing your heart. And so I really appreciate it. This has Absolutely. been so fun. And I know. It's so exciting to share it. Like someone else has that same vision to encourage in dating because you don't hear enough of it. You hear a lot of other things, but this is a topic that I love it when people talk about mm -hmm. because it's on everybody's mind who's single. Yes. <laughs>